0: Welcome to the Experience Creators Podcast with yours truly, Caroline Mailey. I'm an experienced strategist working with CEOs, business owners and leaders who want to create incredible experiences for their teams, their clients and their customers. Each week on the podcast, you and I are going to take a moment together to find ways in which we can both create experiences for those around us that are more impactful, more meaningful and ultimately more successful. Think about your daily trip to the bakery to get fresh bread meets a Cirque du Soleil show or an employee onboarding program, jumping on a ferry destined for the Greek islands. We will look at all kinds of experiences and uncover strategies that make them world class. My goal is that by the end of our time together, you will look at experiences around you in a whole new way. So without further ado, let the experience begin. So today's episode is not actually a solo episode. I have a guest and her name is Nellie Rose Ferella. She wrote a children's book, Nella's Kindness Kicks, And the reason that I wanted to speak to her today was, well, twofold, really. The first is that over on LinkedIn for the entire month of December 2021, I posted a daily video that included a strategy or a tip around experience design. So how someone can improve the experience they offer, no matter what field they were in. And every couple of days, I would ask a guest to come on to share the experience that they had created. And these videos are between one to three minutes. However, the conversation that I had with Nelly Rose, as you'll be able to tell from this episode, actually lasted around 30 minutes. So instead of posting it on LinkedIn as a daily tip, I decided to transform our conversation into a podcast episode. And we are specifically talking about the experience she created around the book, which was her going to schools and actually giving readings, live readings to these young children at the schools that she was visiting. So that is today's episode, and I hope you enjoy my conversation with Nellie Rose Forella. Nellie Rose, welcome to the Experience Creators Daily. Let's dive straight in. And if you can share a little bit about who are you where, where are you currently in the world and a little bit about a unique experience that you currently run
1: Well first of all thank you so much Any time with you Caroline it is so uh, I feel honored so thank you for taking this time. Um, I'm in Chicago Illinois which is I'm actually in the suburbs of Chicago Illinois. I was born and raised here and um, I taught for the majority of my life. Uh, well, I was, I've been in education the majority of my life. The first eight years out of college, I taught middle school. And then I really found my niche with instructional coaching, where I was able to help teachers, because I really felt like I had lacked that within the education system as a teacher. So that was my biggest, my biggest and greatest gift of being able to do that for teachers and the relationships you build and the experience you help them create throughout that time. But being within schools in any shape or manner, whatever, if if I was a teacher, if I was an instructional coach, you're always monitoring the hallways at all points in time when when any student is coming in. And we're working with K through eight schools. So it is diverse as diverse can be in terms of age and um, little heights and everything, right? We have to be sure that everyone's safe at all times. So um, I had had the idea Um, we really worked with restorative practices in the most incredible schools when I moved out to Colorado in 2011. And I really learned firsthand what the power of restorative practices instead of the punitive way of um, how we really kind of grew up where it was, you know, you get a detention or whatever the case is, restorative practices is repairing what has been done and allowing students to really be able to remedy it talk about it feel as they have a voice and then put into play what they can in terms of that growth so that idea along with just my millions of moments in hallways i create i had the idea of um wouldn't it be amazing if because the whole time all our kids we were like, no, 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 Come back here. No, 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 come, You know, the dean, the principal, everyone is like, no, come back here and redo that. How do we talk to each other? And the student would re- and be like, oh, okay, I should have said this. Okay, say that now go on to your classroom, right? So I was like, God, if they just had, if there's kicks stuck to the ground, and we just could like make them talk to each other and they couldn't move until they remedy the situation. And that's where my book came to be. So Nella's kindness kicks came to be Nella is my nickname forever. It's my grandmother's name and um, kindness kicks really came out of our world at that time too. 2017. I had the idea um through 2020 and then the pandemic hit. And then I really had the ability to just finish what I started. So um the book is um been almost a baby to me. I read a wonderful book. One of my girlfriends bought me a book when I was 40, um, which was four years ago. And one of the chapters said the unpregnancy effect. Create birth something within your time. And it it's not going to happen overnight. And really that this book has been that for me. It's birthed this beautiful little um, hobby slash passion slash love, and now it's been allowed. It's allowed me to go into schools, which is just the greatest thing because I work in online higher education. So I don't have that anymore. I don't have that. Um, the I don't have the um, the relationships I did with teachers and students because I'm coaching now in a different format, online um, faculty and leadership. So, um, the read alouds are really the experience that just, I could do them all day long. If I could, if I could, I would do them all day long.
0: All right. So let's set the stage for the experience that you have created as the author of the book, not only as the author of this book, but also an expert in the education system. So you have kind of two combining expertises or even two viewpoints, two contexts that you are now combining in creating this unique experience. So tell us a little bit about you take this book, you go to a school, you do a reading. What does that look like?
1: So first and foremost, I'm asking the principal, okay, how many kitties do we have in each in each group? Because I could do three in one row, they break them up or it could be a bigger group. I prefer, we talk beforehand and I prefer mini groups. So like we would do first and second grade, then we did the last time we did, we did K kindergarten and first grade then we did second and third grade, then we did fourth and fifth grade. And obviously the fourth and fifth graders are a little bit like, eh, this isn't that cool. Like it's cool, but right. it's not that cool. So I have to change my dynamic for them as well. The little baby ones are hardly listening, but they are. It's unbelievable. They're moving and moving and moving and moving, but they're listening. So I think as a, as a teacher, a leader, a coach, um, a presenter, I think proximity is everything. I always felt like if you said the front of the class, the people in the back of the class or the back of the presentation didn't have the full effect of your energy right. and your eyes and your smiles and your direct connection with them. So the last one we did, I had, um, with the mini group, I had them all right in front of me, but I walked around them at all times. Then this the other group, they were bigger groups. So I said, okay, we're going to have, kiddos on my right and my left. And they're all sitting on like a gym floor or a gymnasium floor. And I am just walking, looking awesome. Okay, guys, are you ready? And then it begins. It's, it's teaching. We we were always told it's like 10% content and 90% acting skills. And I was never an actress, but when you have that beautiful energy of kids looking at you, like Okay, well, let's see if this chick is cool. Right? So, <laughs> and I always make sure I have new kicks on. I've bought more sneakers in my entire life, and I want them to always be non um, material logos. So, I, yes. even though kids have kicks that are Nikes and um, Converse and whatever it is, mine will never have a logo on them because yeah. I have worked in schools where our babies had barely nothing. You'll and see, especially see. with the trimes that we're doing now, I don't want them to look at a book and say, well, these are, these are Converse. I don't have Converse. So that's right. even strategic. So anyways, I just open it up and I'm, I'm walking around saying, good morning. Good morning. How are we? My name is Nellie Rose. And then it begins. Does anyone know what the word kicks means? And L of them. It's so cute. I didn't think they would know as much of the younger grades. They're like shoes. And I go, okay, everybody show us your kicks. And they all put them right in front. It's the most adorable thing in the world, even the younger or the older ones. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we've got pink ones we've got. So the energy from the beginning, I'm not just sitting with the microphone that they provided me. I actually say, I'm so loud. Is it okay if I don't use the <laughs> right. And they're like, okay, because I'm going to scare these babies. So, <laughs> um because I don't want it to be so Formal. I want them to feel I'm another teacher because in the teaching world, I, we all say we're teammates We're all teammates helping mommies, daddies, aunties, uncles, we're teammates. So anyways, that's really the energy from there. They're like, oh, and she's not going to let me like just sit in the back. Cause I'm gonna be like, what do you think? So then throughout each page, I'm like, okay, I'm already setting up a strategic question based on the grade level. So the differentiation of my questions changes. So, you know, a um, little ones it goes, okay. Miss um, J is the principal of our school. Who's our principal of the school? And I include them in. So it's that engagement where they have to think throughout book. So then it'll say, "Uh Oh, Nella's kick stuck to the ground again. What did she do this time? And they'll go, well, she shouted at um, Amara or whomever the character is within the book. So they're connecting names, people, and they have to give me my next step then, because I wait Uh for them to be able to connect it. And if they don't, you know, you do follow up questions and go, okay, wait. And you always have kiddos that are like, that was Amara, that was Tino. And that is a specific thing as well. Every single character. um, I have a little Muslim girl with a hijab on. I have a little boy from Argentina. I have um, uh, little white kids. I have African-American kids. It's all diverse in that we're all just together in this we are together in this and how we work together because when we're in schools we don't classify our um we know our diversity we know our religions we we celebrate those we do that but at the end of the day we're learning to work together no matter who it is and we're accepting every little one and then there's another character named lou who's just the coolest, she's based off the three of my friends, shaved hair, she wears she wears ties. And that's up to the student to see, maybe they see themselves within that character. Right. So it's really about just us all coming together and how to work together. And by the end, I'll say, okay, what did Nella do to teach? And they think back and they go, oh, she was so bossy. And then they think that, hey, well, what did they do? To, what did she do to Marcus? Well, Marcus is the one she finally stopped and helped. So that was the one where she didn't have to have her kick stick to the ground. Marcus, he fell in the hallway. It was her friend. And instead of walking past her, him, she stopped and helped him pick up his books. And he said, you're the only one that helped me. So there's just this beauty of everyone being together. And I want You know, sometimes I'll be like, Tino Este Arjadina. And then I'll have some of the kiddos be able to be like, wait, there's a Spanish, like I speak Spanish and they'll speak to me. So, and then the other kid, like, you know, so it's just this conglomeration of energy that I feed off of them. And then they feed off of me, hopefully, where I, at the end, have created this world that they're going to remember those kicks. Like they're going to remember, like, you know, and I've had parents say to me, you got to make these kicks because all I hear about are these kicks. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's the notion that all your kicks, all of us can stop in our tracks and remember that we're never going to always be perfect. We make mistakes. All our teachers make mistakes. And at the end, um, Principal J, uh, Nella finds out that Principal J wears kindness kicks too. So the adults are doing the same exact thing every day to be their kindest. So it's it's really trying to create that. At beauty too, where we're all in this trying to be our best selves.
0: I have so much in my head right. I, have, I shared two. <laughs> <ones>. <laughs> experience. Okay, I'm just thinking now tactically as an experienced strategist. You know, the work that I do is I help create incredible experiences, and there's so much that you've said in those last kind of five, 10 minutes that I really want to unpack now so that we can leave all of the listeners watching, listening to this or watching this really some tactical strategies that they can take into their own experiences that created. So there's a couple things that I want to unpack. And I think the first really is creating, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I hear from you. The first is creating an environment that makes others feel like they're part of this story, that they're part of a journey. Often, you know I speak a lot as an experienced strategist as whatever the experience that you're creating, whatever you're you're giving out to the world, it's actually an experience. whether you know it or not, whether it's just someone logging into a website, whether mm-hmm. it's an actual event, every single thing is an experience. And so when I think of you reading to these kids in that incredible description that you've just given, The way that you kind of set up the experience and the expectations of these young kids, where you know, let's say they're five years old, is you've created this environment where they feel like they're on a journey with you and they're part of this story and you're an equal to them, even though you're this big, tall adult you're on their level, you're wearing the same kind of shoes as them, you're talking potentially in the same kind of voice, you're not overpowering with the mic, like you said, you're really on their level, you're meandering through them and walking within the group. So that's the first thing that really caught my attention is that you are setting the stage for a journey together that is like, hey, You don't, you guys don't know what's about to happen in this story with Kindness Kicks, and you don't know what this journey is going to be, but we're going to go through it together and it's going to be really fun and we're going to learn together. So, would you agree that that's kind of like that first, like this is the environment that I want to create for these young kids as I tell this story? That's
1: probably one of the best. I actually have always used, you know, let's provide the best experience. I want the, I want teachers to give their, students the best experience each and every day and now i'm going to use the word journey like you shared it is i want it, it really is exactly what you just said it's it's an adventure and i want them to feel part of it so you said it better than i would have said it. <laughs> exactly that is my well, goal
0: i often think of you know and i've spoke about this on, on one of the experience creators daily recently is what is the impact that you want to create so in your case The kids that you have in front of you, where are they starting right now? So potentially, how are they feeling? What is their connection level with their peers? What is their potential connection level with you as this like stranger, adult, there? right? And then through the experience that you are giving to them, the gift of this story of this book where do you want them to finish as they exit the experience that you've created and they go back to their real world they go back to class they go to lunch they go home at the end of the day what is the transformation from that point a from when you entered entered and met them for the first time to when you finished the reading and so when i create experiences when i help create experiences i'm always thinking about that arc right Point A, where where are they starting? Point B, where do you want to get them to? And, you know, you obviously tell this incredibly impactful story that is highly relatable to each individual, no matter where they're from in the world, whether they're sitting, you know, I'm a full-time traveller, so I'm all with you on this one. Like, no matter where you are in the world, you can relate. Uh, There are elements of the story that you can really pull out and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe she mentioned this or I can't believe she knew this or oh my gosh, she just spoke Spanish and nobody's spoken Spanish to me here, you know, in, in this town. Mm. And, and so it's, it's that journey of that arc. And I think no matter what experience we're trying to create, often that's very overlooked and, you know, you could simplify your experience and say, well, I'm just going to present this story that I created in front of these kids. But as we've discovered in this conversation, you actually, as an experience creator, and I say this often, you have a very big responsibility to create impact even if it's in a 30 minute window, you have a responsibility to do that. And I think through telling your story, the words that you're using, the context that you're using, the different elements, the surprising elements that you're bringing, you know, you're able to create that impact for these kids. So I think the the last question that I'll have for you is, you know, we've spoken about a lot of different elements that have combine to make your experience what it is and to make you, you know, be able to go all over your local schools and, and the schools beyond your districts to really actually share this this unique story and actually have those kids go home and go, oh my gosh, like you'll never believe what happened today at school with this this random lady that came <laughs> yeah, into, exactly, the, yeah. into the building or, you know, <laughs> is there anything else that we haven't touched on that you believe is crucial in the experience that you're creating for these young kids in particular. That's crucial to the experience. Yeah, like you are there as the experience creator with yeah. the incredible book that you've you've given. We've touched on a number of different elements around creating this environment of feeling like they are part of this journey with you, you being responsible for creating an element of impact, doesn't matter how great the the, the, the level is. Is there anything else that you think, oh, this is really important to consider? or to prioritize in this experience that, that I'm creating for these young kids.
1: That's a really loaded and awesome question. Cause I think at the end, my feedback, because you know, when you're in the professional world, you're getting feedback at all times, right? They do surveys on you. If you're a trainer, <laughs> I've always had, that, right. I've been a trainer and, and leader through that. When I have those kitties stay, and say, can I look at your kicks? Or I just want to let you know that um, johnny he didn't wear his kindness kicks today. I think he uh. needs to wear them tomorrow. So I think that feedback for me then provides me to tweak. We always, as teachers, what you were talking about is the arc. We've always called, and I love the arc um, idea. We've always called backwards planning. Okay. So what my, my I, I always plan for what do I want them to really get what's the objective at the end of this and then I have to work backwards and it was really it really is years of lesson planning and helping teachers understand what what will they walk away with and I want and that part you like you say it's a responsibility for the impact which I love because what do I want them to go home and say to their parents, what do I want them to go home and say, or in their back in the classroom? I don't want them to be mean and say, you're not wearing your kindness kicks. What I'm trying to say is the tone, everything I think of within, you know, the kindness kicks idea is we just try again. So that I think you have to be, for me, I've had to be very strategic and each read aloud, I get a little bit better at it where it's like, Did I get them to understand that tone and trying again is what we as adults and students and children of this world, if we can give them that as a gift to understand at a very young age, we're giving them a great gift in general as a lesson, a tool for them to learn. You know, we, we talk about how you have to be strong and bold as a woman and tough. You can still keep your softness. You can be very direct and kind Mm-hmm. and still a leader, right? It doesn't mean you have to change who you are. Everybody's gonna do it in a different way. So I think I think truly it's years, it doesn't happen overnight. Sure for me, that impact of like what I want them to, that was probably the best thing I've ever learned is what do you want them to walk away with? Whether it's an adult presentation a professional development, if it's one thing that they're gonna walk out of, whether it's a teacher a principal or a student, what's the one thing if I ask them, what are you going to implement when you leave this room? I would want them to be able to say, I need to be kinder with my words mm-hmm. or have a conversation. I'm going to have a conversation as a teacher with my students and say, I sometimes get upset, don't I? So that's probably the biggest thing is just considering don't get to, as you can tell, I get, I ramble when, when people really listen. And then I ramble when I really am passionate about something. So I even, I'm like, keep it clear, concise, direct to the point, and let them do some thinking throughout this. If they're not thinking, they're not going to be able to grasp and take anything away from it. So I have to allow that thinking to happen versus just reading the whole book to them. So the questioning, I would say, and definitely what I'm reminding them of. So I have to be strategic in, wait, let's think what did Nella do so far? And they're able to communicate that. And, and that's probably one of the, you know, it seems very simple to read to little kids, right? They've got your microphone and whatever. And I'm more of like a show. And I want, I've always said, teachers are, you're bringing their days to life. You're, you could be the person that they come to school to see. So, um, it is it's 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 pretty it's funny it's such a simple it's a simple i think of it as such a simple thing like a children's book but then it's like wow the layers of what you wanted to communicate when it actually came to be um then i can actually kind of go into that dream world with the kids and the teachers and and hopefully have them walk away with something that they will put into action
0: Yeah, and I guess the highest form of compliment is when you would see or hear about it in action, right? Them actually on the playground or in the classroom or even at home with their like friendship group riding their bikes down the street is actually hearing the vocabulary, the way that you have spoken about how to be kind or how to challenge somebody who's not being kind in a very respectful way. Right. So I'm sure that's very true. compliment when you, when you are actually able to receive that kind of feedback. I myself coached gymnastics for the most of my adult years over 10 years. So I very much connect oh, with that idea of how can you share your message and what is important to you and what you believe in to a group who do not have the same vocabulary, who do do not have the same world, context and experience with you. Uh, And I think it does take, like you said, years of practice, research, feedback and really being able to connect in a different way. And from everything that you've said so far in the episode, I think by able by being able to share a story where these kids, these young, young kids, I mean, they're young, right, actually see themselves on the journey with you as you're reading this story, I mean, that is in itself a very impactful experience. So I think... I, it's just, I'm so honored to have you on the Experience Creators podcast and the Experience Creators daily. And I hope that everybody listening can actually take a little piece of that away with them and really try and all of these strategies that we've spoken about whether they are creating an experience for young kids whether they're creating experience for their customers their clients their audiences adults the same age uh, there is a lot of strategy that we use in our daily lives that we use in our work like you with these young kids that can actually be taken away and implemented to create more and more impact as we strive to create exceptional experiences in our lives so i want to say thank you so much for all of these insights. And if you can let us know, if, if any parent teacher, anyone in the industry is interested in grabbing a copy of your book, if they are, I guess, in the States, potentially having you come and read to their class or their community group, where, where, where can I send them right now? Um, it's, um, here, myy.com
1: And wow. it's. Hear my why. And that was a big thing. Um, That statement was if we hear each other's why to things, we can better understand each other. So, hearmywhy.com. And I've actually, you know, virtually with COVID, we've done, I've been able to um, speak with kiddos in Canada. It's been really incredible. So, we have a lot of ability. There's nothing like being in person, but um, you can also be very goofy and fun on a camera too. So yeah. it works that way as well, but I can't thank you enough. You've been, um, you've been an inspiration to me since the day I met you. So I thank you uh, for allowing me this time with you and I continue to grow with you as well. So thank you, Caroline.
0: Thank you so much for listening to The Experience Creators. If you liked this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could please take a minute to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast And also share this episode with anyone you know who is like you and I and wants to create better experiences for those around them. Merci beaucoup, mes amis. See you on the next episode.